Hello, Ghosts and Ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted last summer. My name is Mary Hughes, and I am the host this go-around, and I am joined by the usual suspects. I'm going to have them say hey and hello. So, Kenneth. Hey and hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and let's welcome B. Yes, hello. And finally, Veronica. <sighs> hey and hola. Uh, and we are here on this episode to talk about i actually saw two different years used for this but the one i'm going with is 2019 um uh, 2019's sator sator is what i want to say every time i read it i want to to really you know emphasize that one part but in the film it's always sator Sator. which I'm going a satyr is a, a cloven hooved little fellow that plays the panpipes. And not I, in this movie. Yeah, I do not like how they pronounce it. <laughs> this is not your kid's satyr movie. But the way, the way, yeah, I mean, just, just to kind of note on that, the way, the way I sort of viewed that is a very rural, not country, but mountain speak. It felt very folk. And so it, yeah. it didn't feel like they were purposely mispronouncing something or not, or misunderstanding a mythical entity it was just like oh it's satyr you know mm-hmm. like, like it felt very country to me in a way like yeah like in uh, in illinois we have a town like athens greece but we pronounce it athens and you might have instead of oh, miami no. it's miami miami that's right <laughs> exactly exactly but anyway um <laughs> we're, the, we're the hillbillies on this show <laughs> a giving, giving like, you, oh that is so quaint oh my giving God. you hillbilly realness <laughs> Um, I love the like, like the way you folky talk, folksy talk. That's so cute. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Uh, but yeah, directed, written by Jordan Graham. He also did the music. This guy did everything pretty much. Uh, he was a one man band. Um, Literally, and, right? Huh? Literally, the one man band. He did, yeah, he yeah. It, it was him, Jordan Graham, all the way. It was shot principally in Santa Cruz and Yosemite, which I thought was dope. Um, I thought that snowy area looked familiar. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, man, this Banana looks like Yosemite. Banana came on. Chris was like, Banana Oh, slug. yeah. Banana yeah the, like, the Santa Cruz <laughs> part I definitely got. Um, interestingly enough, six years in post-production wow. um, due to, you know, budget things and, and other stuff. So I, I, I'll give some props and dedication to his uh, sticking with it because it is obviously a, a passion project for this guy. Um so good for you, bro. Um, but yeah, basic basic plot line is uh, you've got this family that has a connection to some type of supernatural, preternatural entity. And uh, it's not going well for some of them that this is a thing that's happening. And and that's kind of the movie. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to give it, you know, too much more description than that. So let's just very quickly go around the thing here uh kenneth what did you think of this movie i i did not care for it uh at all it i i don't want to overstate it but i i hated this movie (laughs) it was so boring like the the best part of this movie was using that slug as a metaphor for the pacing of the movie <laughs> but no, that slug actually went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it um I, I could see I guess how people would like this, but it, it was not for Kenneth's. Understood. Understood. It, I was watching it last night and 
it like was texting B and was like, oh my God, I'm 30 minutes into this movie. <laughs> and it, it had felt like I had watched an entire movie and half an hour had passed. All right. Now this is, this makes the perfect segue because a, as I was informed lightly by, by, by my sweet love out there, Shelby, <laughs> Uh, Beatrice had reached out to Shelby. <laughs> so I felt like I already knew where where at least one of the co-hosts would, would be going with this movie. So let's oh, just, no, no. Based, based on B's texting to me, she really enjoyed this also. So. I can see on her face. You can't see this, everyone out there. But she is in awe. She is in love. She is... <laughs> She can't, overwhelming she can't joy. wait overwhelming to watch joy. it again. She's vibrating about with it more. joy. <laughs> uh, so, B, what what did you think of uh, Seder? I did not like it. <laughs> so, so I'm 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 watching this, and I get about twelve minutes in. No one oh, has even, even even less than Kenneth. Not nope. even thirty. Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and I'm by myself because it's like early on a Saturday or something. And then Kurt stumbles up from his his cryptid basement and I start yelling at him about this movie and then Monica's upstairs and so then she comes down and so then we're all just like chit-chattering about this movie and then after they go their separate ways and I'm trying to pay attention (laughs) then I'm like maybe 20 minutes later texting Shelby Shelby has your wife made you watch this movie yet (laughs) (laughs) then I'm texting Kenneth Kenneth, have you watched this movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Uh, okay, Veronica, how about you? This was not the movie to watch at midnight when I made sleepy, made very sleepy. <laughs> oh, God, no. God, yeah, a great asleep? fucking movie at midnight. I was like, this is the terrible, terrible choice I have made. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and I go to sleep like super late. And I was like, it's not me. It's the movie. <laughs> I thought, you know, I honestly, uh, Chris absolutely was angry as Kenneth. Like, I hate this movie level. My man. And, yeah, you guys are one Love in the same. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, I see the passion project. It's based on his grandma. It's obviously, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. It just could have been a short. It could have been a fucking short. Mm-hmm. And I would have been yeah. completely happy. But like, fine. It, it wouldn't have spent six years in post-production, I think. Had yeah, damn straight. You know. Um, just like, I will never watch this again. Like, it's not a movie I will ever put on again. Yeah. So, uh, but it, I didn't hate it, but I'm definitely not going to choose that path again. Not Understood again. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Mary. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I think I've said this in many of our podcasts. I have a high tolerance for things. Like something really has to just, I either, you know, I don't want nothing but like beat me over the head metaphors. You either have mm-hmm. to make it feel a little more like I can believe that the the spooky thing is actually real uh-huh. for me to be okay with anything else. Or, you know, I, I don't, I don't mind things that are very tropey either. Like I'm good. I'm good with a lot in the horror genre. Um I liked it. I won't say that I enjoyed it. And there, there's a very different thing. I, I was looking at some critics because I was I was curious to see what critics thought of this. And it was generally well liked by critics, not so much by, you know, audience reviews or anything like that. And I was like, yeah, OK, you know, and I don't trust critics a lot with what they say. I, I tend to go off my own thing. But I read someone's review that said 
it's a movie to be admired, not enjoyed. And that's... that is the bougiest thing I have heard the entire week. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching it. this as like, man, Mary's going to say something bougie about this movie. <laughs> is that what you were thinking? And I am going to disagree so hard you with know, her. You know, I just want to say, listeners, listeners, how nice I was in the previous episode about <laughs> Willie's batshit not horror movie crap fest that I sat through on a Friday morning. My day off. Yeah, well, you were a more I pleasant person than I back. am. You lost your chance, Mary. I, I'd say the only thing I would say is I really thought Veronica was going to side with you on this also. Oh, and it was going to be the traditional B and Kenneth versus Veronica and Mary Smith. You know, Veronica's the wild card. Veronica's I never know where card. she's going to yeah. go. <laughs> never know where she's going to go, what she might like. There's only a few things I know she'll enjoy. Hellraiser and, and Freddy. And everything after that, you never know. It, it could yeah, go either like, way. One me, card. Yeah, me and Kenneth. Me and Kenneth are always going to be like the lowest common denominator. Oh yeah, we're we like, are the schlubby people. We want we want that McDonald's, right? <laughs> Mary Mary comes in with her like tapas plate, right? Yeah. And then yeah. is a wild card. Like you never know. Is it going to be? Is it going to be salmon rolls or is it going to be Five Guys? No one knows. No, no one knows. fucking knows. <laughs> Because Veronica don't know. What what I got from that critique was that kind of like with some other films that we've watched for this for this podcast, I appreciate someone being so dedicated to the idea that they want to do that. They're going to take the time and do what they want to do with it, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what. They're following their thing. And as someone who loves to have control over my creative projects, I understand that that urge to be like, I want to pour every bit of my thought, my passion, my points all into this thing. And I'm going to do it. I'm just I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it happen. Um, And it was well shot for me. I liked the cinematography choices of it. Um, I could have used some more dialogue any dialogue i i you know because i felt like i had to pay a lot of attention in order to figure out details and it would just would have been easier if they had just kind of said a few more things so that i didn't have to do a bit more work mentally not to sound like i just want to sit and have something you know hand fed to me but i I needed a little more exposition verbally spoken to feel better about it um but I didn't hate it. Like you, oh, when I, it was I, you spoken, know, it was like some very mumbly too. So yeah. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I you don't need to do that. You know, the, the one you understood the easiest was grandma, you know, yeah. she knew what oh, yeah. she was I, talking I, about. I put, the, I put the captions on after, after getting so far enough into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not understand them. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I, I will say I like, it. I, I found, I'd never seen anything like taking actual recordings of, of, cause you know, the whole thing was, this came about because of his grandma having dementia in real life and talking about Seder and like taking actual recordings and working that into the movie was really interesting. And like, never seen something like that before. That, that was cool. Yeah. It it was like a, like a documentary within a film. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it also was like, combining his two loves you know his respect and love for his grandma and his filmmaking and making it into one and kind of like having that forever and i was like i like that i like that a lot but i still don't like the film yeah Yeah, i'd say the the biggest bummer like real life-ish was just that 
with it taking so long, his grandma passed away before the movie was released. Yeah. And yeah. I think that would have been really interesting for her to see what came from this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And well, Chris so, thought the uh, monster was going to be dementia. He goes, is dementia going to be the monster? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> the real monster was mold the whole time. I thought about Relic while I was watching this and I was just like, again, you know, high tolerance. I, I enjoyed the aesthetics of it and it was enough to, that was enough to carry me through this movie. Because it was what, 90 minutes, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good with this. It's another movie with protagonists who aren't talking that I am watching in this, the, the long weekend. And um, that's fine. Um, it was, yeah, I, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. Um, and parts of it were creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Now bringing up Relic, I, I think I was madder at Relic than I was at this film. Oh, I, I, oh yeah. I yeah. was so mad at Relic. So mad. I, I at this. least appreciate this film. It was a supernatural event. Mm-hmm. And like there was a creepy forest goat god thingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that actor actually had his face on fire. Holy oh, shit. I didn't know that. They did it in the worst way possible, by the way. Oh. I, I think any way that your face is on fire. I mean, that's I mean, all there's ways. <laughs> there are ways that they aren't brushing gasoline on the oh, the hair. Jesus. Is that what they fucking... actually did? No. The actor that's called up. Uh, so I, I read only like a small interview, and I was like, "Oh, oh, this is too stupid for words." <laughs> like, so here are oh the words. My God. Uh, so the actor called up the director and said, "I have been growing this beard out. I want to put it on fire for the film." And he's like, "No, no." Well. <laughs> I don't, okay. at least as long as it was the actor's idea yeah, not it was the actor's was idea and they tried to do it and it wasn't happening so they had to put gasoline brush it with a paintbrush nice and nice and careful Jesus. and then they slit his face on fire <laughs> i assume that, that they, they put that stuff on his face first to protect you from like your skin burning right no. yeah no that no. is no. That- at least he didn't say he did. I mean, when his I, his when his options were, hey, your face didn't light on fire, so I brushed some gasoline on it. I don't think they took many precautions. <laughs> that is bonkers. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a film. Okay. Because I mean, because you know, in all you know, all our action takes place in those like last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, real action of any kind. And so when he like stabs him with the antler. To like rip his, you know, rip open his throat and then shoved his face in the fire and his face was on fire. I was like, ah, shit, that's a really horrible way to die. Yeah, that's like, that's not fun. Had yeah, no idea that quickly. he was that close to, uh, to real death. Yeah, real face or melting death. death. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So actually, I thought they was gonna end right after that scene, and I was like, okay, I could take it if that was it. And then it kept going really slow. And well, like, they had to get rid of poor Deborah. Yeah, the real camera. unsung hero here. The yeah, only, the only one with her shit together. <laughs> the only one with her shit together. And then, but it was like interesting because I thought that was a flashback at first, probably because the mumbling. I just didn't. I thought Deborah was dead, and I was like, oh, I thought Deborah. No, Abby. Yeah, which was, your name isn't Abby. It's Abby or some bullshit. It's like Evie or yeah, something. I thought it was Abby. I was like, oh, okay. Who, so she died in she? the accident. She but died in the accident. Was, but who was she? Oh, some guy, some girl that the uh, the brother, the Adam guy. Was, yeah. He okay. All right. All right. All right. I was very confused about who she was, and she no, kept the showing up. That used to that used to visit Adam. Oh, that the burn face Big guy. Bird. Burn Big face. Bird brother. Big bird yeah, dude. Burn face guy. I think Josh. 
Sure, hey, sure. Why not? Have this shit um, down. He said something Pete. like, "Pete, there you go." He uh. said something like, "I got in an accident." And uh, some girl I I had a good time with sometimes or some bullshit. And then and Abby, Abby says, yeah. Abby, whatever. Abby, Abby, Abby mm. says uh, later, like, I'm glad he made it. I, I am glad that was good. That at least he made it out. We'll see. Like, oh, OK, there were like I said, there were things about this I liked. There were things that really needed to be done, I think, for me to just better understand some stuff. Um, but the stuff that I liked that actually I thought were good touches was like the sound of the call that he uses to call for Seder. And then the one time you hear it call back in the woods, I, I was like, oh, that's nice and creepy. The The way the woods were shot made me feel very unsettled. And and I didn't like that because woods can be terrifying. Very true. Yeah. yeah. The big takeaway is I would not want to live in the woods alone no. by myself. No. The woods are just too creepy. No, the woods are creepy. I got a taste of it, and no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me city life, man. Yeah. I was in the delusion that maybe one day that'd be cool to have a cabin. No, it's not. No, it's never. Well, it's never well, the right well, idea to get like, a cabin. Own a cabin and only visit it with at least five other friends. <laughs> like you need a lot of people to die while you're running away. <laughs> Hey guys, do you want to go to my yes. cabin, by the way? Because remember, you don't have to outrun Freddy. You just have to outrun your friends. Of course, exactly. Obviously. Don't um, and I, I liked that every time that this Evie chick showed up, when she'd be talking, there'd be that underlayer of that sort of otherworldly voice underneath her, her vocals. Um, I appreciated that. I appreciated the details of it. Like I said, I just, you know... The ending was whatever the ending was. And I was like, okay, you know, I think maybe I wanted something a little more something. I can't even think of the word of what I wanted more, not bigger necessarily, but just, I think I wanted a little bit more, but I was, I was good with it guys. I was good with it. I think I could I, handle it. I would have liked it better if I didn't, it's something like somehow I inferred all this plot line and like you st- two of you guys didn't get that. Or three, or uh, yes, most people didn't get it. Chris didn't like it. I was like, oh yeah, that's this person. This she goes, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we're watching the same film, and I feel like a film yeah. should give make it so everyone can get the same thing, and it shouldn't. Yeah. be something. I think uh, I overheard yeah. something. So that's just something. I think that was my yeah. As as the lone person who was pretty good with the with this movie, that was I think the one complaint perhaps we all share is that they needed to do a better job of getting the information across or just getting the exposition going for certain characters, yeah, especially. Like, it's it's one thing to let the behind the scenes or the making of like add depth and color, but you shouldn't, there shouldn't be a prereq for a movie unless mm-hmm. it's a sequel. Like I shouldn't have to do research and homework in order to understand the film. Right. Right. Yeah. And and I, I tend to agree with that as well. But, you know, I, I was good with it. I liked it. Would you watch it again, though? That was the question I asked myself when I after I watched it. I was like, mm-hmm. do I want to see this again? Probably not, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's the thing. I, you know, I try to compare it to other stuff, sort of, you know, I mean, thinking about Relic, where we're talking about obvious correlations between real life uh, traumas and and things that you go through, and then are relating that to horror. Um, but also, I was trying to think of other like slower paced horror films to see how this sort of stacked up mentally for me. I was thinking of like it's not necessarily. I don't know if it's slower paced, but I was thinking of The Witch. Did anyone see that? No, 
I I did, but I also didn't like it. And see, I hated the witch. Like I was yeah. so not into it. And and it had that same type of to me, similar pacing uh or similar quietness to it. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe I don't you know, I don't know. Who knows why certain movies are okay with us when we're watching them and then others just don't hit the mark. Um well, it's, it was it was weird. There were a couple of years there were all the biggest like popular horror movies I didn't like. Like I didn't like The Witch, and I didn't like It Follows, and I like didn't like It Follows. Oh God, I was so mad. Everybody was so up about It Follows and how like spectacular it was, and I watched it. I was like, this movie ain't shit. <laughs> I remember watching it because someone told me to watch, it, and I was like, why? What's with the weird? Yeah. What's with the weird future tech? What's with that like phone that's shaped like a seashell compact? I don't understand anything. Why wouldn't you go to an island? Can they walk across the bottom of the ocean? Can they fly? <laughs> why are we going to England? Is this a land bearing monster? Sea or spirit? Or what's happening? <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that was kind of a, you know, this is something that watching this movie did make me think about was you know, we are in a time now with a certain type of horror film where every, you know, where again, my big bugaboo, everything is a metaphor for something else. Uh, you know, and with this one, even if you wanted to read it completely as oh, just this is all metaphor for dementia and all metaphor for this thing you could or it did it well enough so that i felt that i could i believed that Seder was a real thing mm-hmm. and not just something created in the mind of of this old lady and um so that helped me you know but it's it's you know it's like the babadook you you have me until you convince me that whatever i've been watching wasn't actually happening yeah, I think you mean a gay cultural icon, the Baba Duke. <laughs> I honestly, this Still doesn't is, make uh, any sense to me as a gay no, person. I don't no. get it. <laughs> no, the 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 Baba Duke for me, I love the Baba Duke fandom way more than I actually yeah. enjoy yeah, the agreed. movie. The yeah. movie was whatever. All of the stuff that's grown up around it is just heartwarming. It just uh, made it better. It uh, just made it better. You but, know, and that's the thing is, I thought Seder was real to these people, so I was like, okay, okay. And so they got and real and again like it was like a rural like right in this area this is what they deal with kind of thing it was like satyrs real in their world in their rural world I'm like yeah okay. yeah I just uh I actually did like kind of like the slow re- or with the reveals I didn't feel like they came really slow when they're like oh there's you know a callback or or mm-hmm. satyr the light or the deer cam or and I felt like those were good the reveals yeah. and I was like good 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 it just could have happened faster that's all. <laughs> Pat, pat the movie on the head. That good, was very good, good job. That's good job, exactly. Bird. That's how I feel about this film. Good job. Good try. Chris said this reminds me of a Nine Inch Nails music video. Oh, that. you know what? <laughs> That's a great fucking yeah. call. Yeah, yeah. Said, well, this reminds me of an. Uh, we're a all 90s. gonna have to go watch closer the video for closer. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna feel it. We're all gonna be transported back to Seder. Hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. So that's, that's all it is. And then he pulled out some random video, and he's like, "This is it." I'm like, that is what it, it was. Some, it wasn't Nine Inch Nails. It was some random thing. And he's like, "I actually like this better." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so yeah, ultimately, I'm good with it. I'll make my one humorous note: Pete's hat, uh, cock and rock eatery. <laughs> yes, that was very distracting. 
We got the cock. You got the rock. That's right. And I was like, well, that's a fun hat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all in all, yeah, I, I think I'm the only one who was able to derive uh, some pleasure in, in watching that. Um, it was fine. But I would be curious to see what this guy could do, you know, perhaps on a shorter level, a shorter span of, of film time and just see mm-hmm. what he can, might be able to come with because I think he has a good eye. It's just... Yeah, like you were saying earlier, Mary, this was like he this was all his show. So maybe if he worked with somebody who was a little less esoteric and could keep him on more of like a like a sort of standard storytelling parallel, maybe we could have a good mix. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you know, I in talking about it yesterday with Shelby, I was saying, you know, if you want to look to someone who has a really good eye, but also can keep the story going in a way that keeps you engaged, then you really just have to, you don't have to look any further than Ari Aster uh, oh. with Hereditary and Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Oh um, man, yeah. That's someone who has, who's merging <laughs> what I consider to be high aesthetic horror with actual good storytelling. So me and me and Ari Aster, I, I still want to ask him about the last 10 minutes of Hereditary because what the fuck? Yeah, he just was, he was like, yo, I need some old man dick up in this movie. <laughs> the, I old people. didn't understand why that had to happen. But, you know, I think what we're finding is that this guy really likes making movies about cults. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, and, you know, honestly, the more I look at Hereditary now, the happier I am that it wasn't a metaphor fake out. Like, no. okay, yeah, I have to look like weird the cult old, was real. people. The shit but was real. Yeah, cool. Yeah. They've resurrected the eighth demon lord of hell or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> you did it you old people congratulations you know, and oh as I'm always show saying, me that dick is your prize you know, and and and, and midsummer is only a horror movie if you if you don't want to find a family yeah <laughs> and that's what i was gonna i watched midsummer and then i watched something and he ariester is like well it's it's a breakup movie because i had a bad breakup so i wrote this movie i'm like what the fuck <laughs> that's amazing yeah and i'm like that's Okay, I'm along for Ari, Ari Aster's ride. That's fine. Yeah, for real. So yeah, that that's my yeah. vibe. There is like Jordan Graham just needs to you know get get him get him an associate producer, you know get hooked up with someone else and just kind of work out the storytelling kinks, take all that good cinematography eye, and mm-hmm. uh, and and just yeah, yeah because I see the potential. Maybe partner with somebody who, because I, I did read something about him, like not being familiar with a lot of high, uh, like he's like, oh, this this camera is uh, more camera than I've ever worked with before. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. videos and such. And I was like, oh, okay, that's probably didn't help because he said he he recorded the sound after and post like everything. Which is crazy. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not, no, someone should have been there been like, let me, let me help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That that is taking me back. Like when I was in high school, I had a bunch of friends who wanted to be directors. And so like we made home movies, but we had like literally no editing equipment. So we shot every scene in a row. So there was there was oh, no man. like shooting in a particular order. <laughs> yeah. Because we had like you just we had like a VHS tape and a camcorder. And so you just shot scene one. And then scene two, and then it was like that's it amazing. Was, it was not good, but we, we had fun. No, that that's the most fun. But it's yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, but yeah, so in general, yes, not a movie well liked by the I Know What You Podcasted people, except for yours truly, who who enjoyed it a bit more. Good old um, bougie Mary. Bougie Mary. <laughs> Rocking in with my art horror and proud of it. Um, but yeah, so that, no that's our- fabric. You know, it's not- <laughs> I know how much oh Veronica loved in fabric. You should have seen Kenny's eye roll. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank thank you as always for listening to I Know What You Podcasted last summer. If you want to, of course, keep hearing all of our conversations about bad movies, about uh, children's restaurants turning into blood, <laughs> animatronic soaked death, or uh, uh, art art house uh, horror where no one talks for a while while out in the woods, <laughs> you can uh, find all of our previous episodes. Uh, on uh, notlg.com and you can find us at SoundCloud. I know what you podcasted last summer. We are on all the social media places. We are most active on Facebook. I'm very sorry, but it's the truth. At what you casted. We are on Twitter at what you casted. Uh, Veronica, our acronym for Instagram, please. It's IKWYPLS. And we get a lot of activity there, actually. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so come check us out. Should we get on TikTok? Oh, dear God. Nope. Nope. Sorry. No, thank I said you. this word urge to go yell at children on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> my side part is staying. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, we're so old. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you, if, if all you youngins out there want to share with us all the hip new things, you can reach out to us. <laughs> the ticks and the talks. <laughs> the ticks on and that the talks. children's dancing app. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The children's dancing. Up. <laughs> I've never heard uh, a talk like that. Yeah, I sh- love share it. us the all the things off up. of the YouTubes and the Googles. Uh, casted at gmail.com. We would love to hear movie wrecks, scary stories. Do you live in a haunted house? Uh, what do you know about ghosts? Tell us. Tell us everything. Yeah, if you've if you're if you're in the Northern California area and you've got a haunted house you'd like us to spend the night in, just give us a call. That's, we will come and hang out. That is a hard pass for me, Kenneth, dog. Right there, Kenneth, Kenneth has agreed. He's you. gonna he will show up there with his his VR system and he will play horror games <laughs> in the haunted oh house. God. Like, come on, will come on Kenneth, movies, we're going camping. He yeah, he's gonna we're go going to camping. House. Kenneth, pack your camping gear. <laughs> pack Literally camping a nightmare. Bring this movie to watch with whomever calls us to let them go to your house, their haunted house, and and you'll do it, right, Kenneth? Yeah, as long as I have five friends, I can outrun. That's all I need. <laughs> oh, it's just you and whoever calls. That's all that's happening. Cool, well, cool, cool, uh, cool. Yeah, so we'll, I lose my liver. <laughs> we'll definitely let you guys know if we end up doing that. And until next time, creep it real. Creep it real. Creep it real. <laughs> Listeners, you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com NOTLG for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. 
okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.